Chopper suit convos where you don't have to work hard to go far in life. What's going on, brother, man? Nothing much, man. Just cooling, cooling, man. And excited about uh, tonight's Christmas Eve. So, you know, I'm excited about the upcoming days. And months. Yeah, it's Christmas Eve, though, for the real ones. If you don't know, you know, do your homework. We hit different, you know. What is tomorrow? Tomorrow is September 7th. Oh, yeah. Oh, no. Hold on. I was about to say, that's Christmas Eve for niggas like Keefe D. I don't know what, because, yeah, September 7th is the day Tupac got shot in 1996. But what are you referring to? Shout out to Tupac. <laughs> Shout out to, oh, you mean yeah. Burner Boy? Huh? Nah, mm. I don't know who that is. I know. Why Tupac did Burner Boy tell us that? Because niggas like Tupac. So he just wants to tell people that somebody nah, said J. Cole that. told him he's Tupac. J. Cole would do that. Why wouldn't J. Cole do that? J. Cole is the exact nigga that I would, I would imagine, hey, you're like Tupac. I think he's coming out with a, a Qaddafi album. <laughs> Burner Boy, he's on from United. He said that he was cooking Qaddafi earlier today. Or he yes, was who was? Pharaoh said that on YouTube. Shout he out was to a... Pharaoh in Chicago, man. Yeah, he be cooking all kinds of Africans for some reason. Mm -hmm. Hey, man, he knows the truth. Niggas ain't shit, man. Go ahead. Dang, Africans ain't shit. Yeah. Yeah, that dude you showed me with the Biggie threads and Tupac threads, he's been bothering Africans and Caribbeans for the last four days. What's his name? Shout him out, man. We be shouting out the, the black creators on Twitter just like we shouted out that young lady, Jiggy J, last week. A lot of people... Enjoy that episode, and they think you're a sicko for trying to take a girl's nickname. I'm Jiggy J, nigga. It is what oh, it is. Nigga said it sick. Yeah, I'm Jiggy J. <laughs> nigga, but, you're, um, you're a ball, nigga. I'm Jiggy J, man. AKA eight ball, AKA six. But um, <laughs> his name is Master Student, and okay. his his so at is Musician Builds. Oh, I thought you said Musician Bill. I was like, what? And he's been cooking. Africans and Caribbeans all week. Supposedly, somebody, I guess it probably started with a girl who got hit by the brick. I'm thinking the Somali young lady. Yeah. And um, he's just been saying that y'all be like, you know, the same old bullshit. You know, I don't really care about none of that kind of stuff, but he's just been cooking y'all a lot. But he cooks everybody. I think he's a student. That's a great name because you always hate a student. I think he hates him so far. Huh? I, th I think he hates, hates himself because he cooks black people all the time. I guess this week he's, wrong with that. he's cooking uh, Caribbeans. He just cooks everything. He gets mad about everything, but he always got to think peace about every fucking thing every day. Sometimes he's good, but sometimes I'll be thinking like, shut your ass up, nigga. But hey, man, My life is a kitchen, man, so you always got to cook. Go ahead and do your thing, master student. God bless and good luck. I hope you getting paid because, hey, man, niggas getting paid on Twitter. You you can take it easy and make a living on Twitter now. But he said, y'all try to say we didn't create hip-hop and we don't have culture. Y'all told us we can't mm -hmm. wear dashikis. No, nah, take that said, off. We can't wear dashikis. Yeah, take that off, boy. You ain't from my side. That's and my side that made that. Hold on, hold on. You shut up. I got to say this real quick. Why Why is he I'm mad that y'all said Shanti tribe. My name is Dan Kwab, not Crenton and Dujan Fee, okay? I'm a real West Side boy. So... Dashikis, I don't give a damn. But yeah, some of y'all be looking funny and then and like Pimp C said, take that monkey shit off. You're embarrassing us. Some of y'all don't look right in Dashikis is East African stuff, right? 
No, it's West Side Boys. I'm talking about the uh, the Shanti Prince. The actual term dashiki, I believe, is from the East Side. But the designs that everyone wears is the Ghanaian style. Mm. Yeah. Well, he said while y'all came to our country, stealing the style and acting like you don't know where you got it from, not paying mm-hmm. homage like we did to y'all's culture, acting like Black Americans didn't die and fight for these rights that made all immigrants. Well, I thought you said it died, they died for hip hop. I was like, damn, did they? But yeah, he said a lot more stuff. Nah, they did that. Y'all, y'all niggas did work hard and make it easy for us to come to America. We can never deny that. Shout out said, to my man Krumah, my, my president. Then he said he finds I it hypocritical. HBCU, me and my brothers went to HBCUs. We're real street boys, so we know the truth. And then he said he finds it hypocritical that the whole black diaspora can wear their flags and it's cool despite their home countries having racism colorism issues and colonialism talk about that too despite them having corrupt leaders that robbed their own people and also sent child soldiers to war and more but the moment black americans rep our american flag that our ancestors fought and died under we are the only ones in a diaspora that are judged as being lost that's that's y'all niggas that do that that's american stuff American make fun of people from wearing American flags too. Americans don't like America. Nah, nigga, I love America. That's why I like track. When they win, they put that American flag on them. Track athletes are the only athletes in America that aren't embarrassed to be Americans because, you know, it's a part of the sport because you have to race for your country. <laughs> but hey, man, I don't have a problem Anyways. with that. Yeah, so I mean, that's Americans that don't like American flags. American, Black Americans think you're a coon if you have an American flag on your social media profile. I've seen that for a while. I saw people bother uh, to read Nasheed about that and other uh, foundational Black Americans. So, yeah, I don't I don't think immigrants care about what flag you are because I look at it this way. Why are you niggas talking about what country you guys left? Shut up and rep your new country and look straight. I don't mm. want to see no Ghana flag when you live in America or if you live in the UK or the Netherlands. Get the hell out of here and embrace the colonizer that we in now, okay? And I think it started because at one of the carnivals or like Caribbean fest, they were saying that they don't want black people there. And then like the Haitians, <laughs> and then like the Haitians, like they be going crazy, repping their country and going off, like going real hard, like showing off their culture, but they like, don't live there. Yeah, niggas left for a reason, okay? And yeah, shout out to all the Caravana festivals going on. I think that did get niggas mad when they said they're playing trap music at Caravana. And then black people were like, black Americans were saying, we don't want to hear that Afrobeat shit at black clubs. So yeah, hey, right is right. I I hear it. Everybody has their opinion and you got to respect it, you know? Personally, I always bang America. I used to be mad at America because I learned about history as a kid when I found out my family wasn't really Americans and I was the first one, then I had to embrace it. Like, hey, nigga, am I going to go back to Ghana? I've been to Ghana. I know why niggas want to leave. So, hey, shout out to America. Shout out to my parents for coming to America. And shout out to me for taking advantage of America. And shout out to America for taking advantage of me, too. Say, it's a a partnership. You got to get down where you lay down, man. Shout out America. Show your love to America. America has put on a lot of has put on for you and your family too, man. Right? Damn, you sound very coony. You're happy for America taking advantage? Yeah. Mm-mm-mm. I'd rather have that. Ghana taking advantage of me? Hey, man, I would never wear Nikes. What the hell? <laughs> hey, man. That's what we like, bro. We like materialism. We like being fresh. 
I would never have flight posit threes if I was in Ghana. Anyways, Burner Boy's coming out with a Qaddafi album, and you know, Qaddafi tried to <laughs> Whoa, unite Africa. How did that day, man? So I'm thinking that's why uh J. Cole called what? him too. Because well, he's trying to unite Africa. Pharaoh said Qaddafi was a coon and wasn't really down for that shit, and he was just trying to get that oil. He didn't really <laughs> Hey man, I don't have a fight a dog in this fight. Whoa, that dog don't hunt. Yeah, I don't know. Hey man, all right. Well, normally we like to have fun, but you know sometimes Jamal wants to talk about serious, sad stuff. You said something that made me bring up Burnable. Hey man, you said something about Tupac. What was it? What'd you say? I said Tupac got shot September seventh. Oh yeah, you're trying to figure out why it's Christmas Eve. Yeah, I was trying to learn, and then I finally realized. Oh yeah, it's the NFL Week One tomorrow. Detroit versus Kansas City. Yes, indeed. We had some fantasy football drafts this week. I had one yesterday. Uh, How many leagues are you in this year? I'm in three. I'm in two. Which league are you the most confident in? On your team, because um, you always draft well. Um, let's see. I would say the DMV football league. For some reason, my VCU wants the first I, pick. So yeah, you should be confident. Yeah, first pick don't mean nothing, bro. That shit don't mean nothing. You should have you have the you know the opportunity to get the to pick somebody, talent. then wait like twenty something picks. Yeah, and then get but you get the best talent at that place. When that you, one place, uh, a couple times. That's why you actually, have the best draft. I actually like um the NSU According joint. According to Yahoo's team. algorithm. Go ahead, my bad. I actually like the NSU, my NSU team a lot. Word. Yeah, uh, that's the 10 team league. So it is uh, you know, we can have more talent. Yeah. Is the other league you're in also a 12 team league? Yeah, and in that one, let's see. I got Justin Fields. DK, Keenan Allen. Huh? You hate Justin Fields. I know, but I've been been higher. I had to get down and lay down, you know what I'm saying? So I've been higher on him um, as of late. Oh, this is a a 10-team league, too. I wonder why my team is still so stacked. (laughs) I only fucked up, though, because I drafted Cooper Cup, and he has a hamstring issue, and he's going to be out for the whole season. Oh, yeah, they tanking. Yeah. And whenever I he's on my team, he why Aaron him. Donald even came back, and I was like, "Hey, man, let him get that check." And whenever uh, Cooper Cup's on my fucking fantasy team, he always out for the season for a lot of games. Every time I pick him, so whoa, I should have knew that that was gonna happen. But um, yeah, I mean, I'm confident in uh, the DMV joint. I'm confident in all of them, but we'll just see. You never know, you know. You just never know until it starts. Yeah, that's real. What about Shut you? You, you liking your team? Eh, not really. I don't. I just play fantasy football to do it because, to be honest, if I didn't do it, I wouldn't talk to a lot of people, man. Football really brings people together. And without mm-hmm. fantasy football, I probably wouldn't talk to a lot of my homies that I grew up with. So, yeah, you know, I just do it to do it. Mm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I love fantasy football, man. It's fun. It's very, very fun. You got Lamar Jackson, so enjoy, man. Yeah, I had him last year too, and you know that boy that boy lays down. But it's all yeah, he got hurt in the pocket last year and ended up losing mm-hmm. some games. Yeah, so hey, God bless him and good luck to all the NFL players and your upcoming fantasy teams out there. Hopefully they stay healthy and they produce and you know you don't have to twerk on the waiver wire every week. Okay. Shout out to everybody out there 
playing fantasy football, and doing all of that stuff. Now, let me ask you something, man. We'll continue with football because it's that time of year. Your big brother, Deion Sanders, had his debut for the Colorado Buffaloes. They won against the TCU Horned Frogs, 45-42. Shador Sanders balled, had a score record, 510 passing yards, only nine incompletions, four touchdowns. Travis Hunter played over 100 snaps, had a pick and a pass breakup on defense. Should have had two picks, he even admitted and then he had a, a like eleven catches for like hundred nineteen yards. He should have had a touchdown, but he, he stepped dropped on a touchdown. Yeah, so hey, they look good. A lot of people in the media seem to be upset how with how arrogant and cocky I guess Dion has been moving and how Your brother I, Jason Whitlock. Nah, it's not. It's Jason Whitlock. Uh, the Dan hmm. Levitard show. Uh, what's that brother's name? Emmanuel Acho. Well, I don't really know. I I actually know about that guy, so I don't really pay attention. He's a he's a shifty nigga, but uh, yeah, he hates. He's he's just like you and Whitlock. Oh, they, no, hate, no. they hate on like the Lamar Jacksons, the uh, Deons, everybody who's like that. They hate Emmanuel on Emmanuel Acho. Or very critical of uh, Emmanuel Acho. Those niggas are former football players. I just be talking shit. I don't really be caring. They really be, <laughs> and actually, Jason Whitlock loves Lamar Jackson, but uh. They seem to be upset with how uh, Dion's been talking. Oh yeah, Rob Parker—that's who it was. Yeah, he's he gets critical too. <laughs> yeah. So, how do you feel? I don't think it bothers you, right? Dion talking his trash, saying you a need little to bit. Believe in me. You know, you guys don't think black men can do anything. You need to. You need to. You need to believe. It's part of it's necessary. You know, I don't really care about that race shit like that. But um, I mean, it's cool. Um, I just think like you know, it's only one game. That's how I'm thinking. I'm thinking more from a sports. I'm not thinking from like a societal mindset, mind state, or mindset. I'm just thinking about sports. Period. So I just feel like you know, it's only one game. You got the rest of the season. You got to go against Caleb Williams. What do you mean you know the season's not over? That wasn't exactly. a championship game. Exactly. That's my point. So it's like. You got Caleb Williams you got to play against. You know what I'm hey, saying? Baby Mahomes. He paints his nails. You shouldn't be afraid of him. Caleb Williams? Yeah. Oh, well. Um, DK Metcalf paints his nails, too. Yeah, I'm not afraid of him. He has a cool name, though. I didn't know DK meant... Uh, DeKalen. Huh? It means DeKalen. Oh, it does? I thought it was something else. Nah, DeKalen Metcalf. Oh, oh, never mind. It's the Z that I like. His middle name, Zacharias. That sounds cool. Old school. But, um... Yeah, you know what I mean? I just feel like you got a lot more. and I, But I still like the fact that he knows that he's not scared, even if he does lose. Like, he's lost games at Jackson State before. He's been upset at Jackson State, and he still talks his shit. So I think it's just like But, a, but uh, that's different because, you know, at Jackson State, he always had the best roster by far. And then in the, the championship game, basically, he lost back-to-back HBCU championship games. So he would win his conference but lose – in the championship so that is different but this time around he doesn't have the most talented roster every time so him and his coaching staff have to prepare their players even more so i think that's the challenge but hey they did great in week one yeah that's true because yeah i mean next they play nebraska i mean nebraska's been huffed for a long time i hope they win 
I'm looking forward to when they play USC. That's on uh, September 30th, so we'll get to see that at the end of the month. But um, I still, you know, what I mean, I was very impressed. I thought they were gonna lose. Honestly, I didn't think they had a chance at all. So, and then for his son to throw for five hundred yards was just kind of crazy. And then to see Travis Hunter, who's the best player on the whole team, one of the best players in the country. I remember you uh showed me uh that little high school documentary he had or series that he had. I I was watching that. So to see I him at tell that brother was special. I don't know. I He's the first high school player I I like paid attention to since like Noah Devine and stuff. But yeah, he's special. Yeah, Noah Devine was a fool. But um, yeah, like so, like you know, to see his like talent materialize at this level was pretty dope to see. And then it's crazy that Dion's other son Shiloh, he led the team in tackles. Yeah, so, he had ten tackles. He played well, also. Yeah, I mean, he missed a few tackles though, but. He had he led the team in tackles, so that was, it's hey, just man, you know, he ain't that good. He is safety for a reason. He ain't a corner. Yeah, but so it's just interesting to see, and I'm excited for the uh, rest of the season. And, it's, and it was just funny to see the athletic director how he was hugging Dion at the end of the game, like, "Oh man, you you saved my job. I took a gamble on you. Like, look what you did." So, hey man, all but, I I mean, if I'm Shiloh Sanders, I'm pissed. I'm tired of Dion talking about Travis Hunter, my other son. Nigga, I'm on the team too, punk. Hey, how do you think Dion Jr. feels? <laughs> that nigga does the media. He's there every day. He does uh, all the social media stuff. He Shout out to him and his YouTube channel, Well Off Media. It's a lot of good content on there. So, yeah, Dion Jr. is doing his thing. He runs the, he, all the social media stuff. He's getting in where he fits in. And he had um, yeah, he wasn't old. good. He raps too, and his rapping isn't that bad. Shout out Dion. And he um, he had the clothing line too, like all Dion's old school classic pictures and stuff too. Oh, that's smart. Yeah, like I saw Travis Hunter was wearing one of those shirts, so that might be from Dion Junior's company. I wouldn't be yeah. surprised. Mm-hmm. I like yeah. So I like how they're all ingratiated, but um, I'm just excited. And then that Dylan, I forgot what his last name was. Dylan Edwards. number three. He, he had, had a little fast running back. Yeah, he was a baller too. Dion said he's been coaching him since he was seven. He said, How you think I got him? I've been coaching him since he was seven. Sick nigga, man. <laughs> so I'm just excited to see them. And their jerseys are dope too. And it's just Yeah, that cocaine white was cool. With the gold. And then Dion got the chain on with the gold shades. So I just hope they go far and do their thing. And I just know that Dion's about to get a lot of players in his transfer portal. And I hope this makes some type of some type of, even if it's small, some type of chain reaction of other coaches getting college coaching opportunities. What other college coaches? Like, I just hope that other NFL players can get these type of opportunities. But a lot of them don't want to coach and go through the mud and build up as a head coach because shout out to Eddie George. He's still at Tennessee State. But look at how Ed Reed was all crying on the internet for after being at work for one week. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. A lot of niggas don't want to work hard, bro. They want it easy. That's what I'm saying. Dion, he's been trying to do this stuff for a long time. He had a prep school in Texas that flopped. It was also dodgy. That's another reason why people be skeptical of his motives. But hey, he went to Jackson State because that's the only place that would accept him. But he was willing to do the work. He did well. Now he's at Colorado. Dion's been willing to do the work. A lot of niggas don't want to do that. 
I forgot what athlete said it, but he was like, yeah, one reason why a lot of former athletes ain't coaches because niggas don't want to do all that shit. It's a lot of work. It's more work to be a coach than it is to be a player. That's why these niggas be <laughs> coaches be in the office 20 hours a day doing all watching film, recruiting, especially college. You got to go recruit kids. You got to scout kids. You got to go all these camps. Hey, man, Dion mentioned that uh, Shador wanted to cook TCU uh, even more than usual because he said their OC didn't show him any love when he was in high school at a quarterback camp, kind of threw him to the side, like, hey, you ain't that good. I ain't going to spend no time with you. And look, Shador cooked him four years, yeah, like three, four years later. So, hey, man, it's different to be a coach. Niggas don't want to do all that work. Look at Ray Lewis. He talked about it being a coach and then he chilled. I'll just do TV. It's easier. What's well, Henry I hope doing the ones now? who want to do it. I hope the ones who want to do it get the chances at colleges and I'm sure that they'll be able to recruit like really good talent like Dion did. Dion is on. one of one. He's he literally the only one. That's why they try to make Ray Lewis do it because he's another one of one that could be the another one that could do it, but he doesn't have that will to be a coach. And yeah, I'm sure there's some that are close to Dion, close enough. That's the thing. Just like Nick Saban's one of one, and there's other coaches that aren't Nick that's Saban. That's the difference, though. Nick Who's Saban is a prototypical coach. No one gave a fuck about Nick Saban's first year as a head coach because he was a nobody. So he got to grow organically and become the greatest coach ever. When you're a superstar, when you're a Hall of Fame player or a former player, there's more eyes on you. You don't get the same grace to go through the bumps and bruises in your career. So that's another thing, too. Like, look at Steve Nash. Steve Nash might never be a head coach again. <laughs> yeah, you got one chance. You got to coach two niggas that were Hall of Famers. Sorry, one of them is a sicko and Kyrie. And yeah, turn it in, nigga. It's over basketball seems like the sport where a lot of the former players want to coach. Like we saw Larry Bird be a coach when we were kids. Magic was a coach. Isaiah Thomas was a coach. We see that more in basketball, football. And I talk about this a lot. Football is the ultimate coaches sport. So if you're not really ready to lock in and be that sick in the head, you can't do it. And Dion is Dion is motivated. I mean, there's a lot of players who are coaches in the league, in the NFL now, who are coordinators, a lot of them. Yeah, like but that's Joy the Porter, thing. Deuce Staley, Joey Porter, even the um, Texans coach. Joey Porter, he's a coordinator where? I forgot where he was at, but he's a coach somewhere. Oh, I thought you um... Oh, let me see. Where the hell is Joey Porter at? Does he coach at, in the, at the NFL store? Is he in college? Oh, yeah. Joey Porter coaches at the San Antonio Brahmas, the XFL. That's funny. He was actually went to uh, Colorado State. But, yeah, he was a uh, linebacker's coach for the Steelers up until um, 2018. Yeah, five years ago, yeah. So he wasn't that good. <laughs> Mike Tomlin told him to go away. Mm -mm -mm. Yeah, hey, man. Shout out Deuce Staley. He's a running backs coach, right? I be seeing him on TV sometimes. Yeah. Uh, What – team does he coach oh now it looks like he is the shout out yeah assistant head coach and running backs coach of the panthers so yeah, yeah. he's been putting in the work since 2011 yeah so i want to see more people like deuce daly and them coach yeah uh, like 
or not even just even just like like not even just like the black ones. I just think just players in general should be able to get coaching jobs at colleges over these Brian Kellys and all these niggas like that. Like what the fuck? Hey, Brian that? Kelly put in work. That's what I'm saying. That's he right just here. got whooped too. Yeah, he did, and he's gonna be all right, man. He'll get he fired smoked. and somewhere else. He got smoked by uh, Florida State. That game was hot too. College football in general was hot this whole this whole weekend. It was crazy. College football is always like that. That's why college football is loved the way it is because it's always hot because you're watching inferior talent, so it's going to be more hot shit. I remember last year there was one Saturday, me, my dad, and my uncle Samson, we watched like four games in a row, and every game was a nail-biter. We just kept we started watching on Fox. It was a nail bite. I was like, damn, this shit was hot. Then we went to CBS. That shit was hot. Then we went to like a NBC, a Notre Dame game. That shit was hot. I was like, damn, that, that's what makes college football tight. I think that day was also when Iowa played Michigan. Yeah, that was a hot game too. But yeah, I think that is a part of the appeal of college football. And then uh, to go back to Deuce Staley real quick, he was not a superstar. Those are the guys that are most likely to be coaches. Like John Madden, he wasn't a superstar player, but he became a Hall of Fame coach. Those are the guys that are more likely to, you know, become effective coaches instead of the stars that we grew up watching. Or Bill Cowher, he wasn't. A, well, I don't know if he was a superstar, but I don't think I that nigga played in the NFL. He did. He, he did. Yeah, he was a linebacker. <laughs> oh, that's why he be trying to look tough like that. Yeah. <laughs> How long did he last in the NFL? Um, uh, I don't know, but he was like a formidable player. Like people, formidable. Like, hey, man, I'm looking at his numbers. They don't look real. He would talk to people and shit. Like they would ask him he what would he thought. Talk to people. <laughs> Let's look up your numbers, boy. Hold on. Yeah, he played from '79 to '84. Yeah, he was on the roster. I don't know if he played. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, he played 45 games in his career. So, well, he only started four games. Yeah, so say, yeah, he was. A he sick. got a fumble. He got a fumble recovery. Woo-hoo! He picked it up, y'all. Yep, yep. Yeah, man, Mister, sit down. God bless him. Ron Rivera mm-hmm. too, right? And he's huff. Yeah, he played. Yeah, you know, he played with the. Whoa, uh, how could you? <laughs> because he be say he be trying to hold on to that Bears stuff too much. They all do. All the Bears. They they love like them eighty. What are they? Eighty four Bears. 85. Yeah, they're like the Boston Celtics in 2008. They won one title and they are milking it. Yeah, basically. But football titles are more important and harder to win because that 85 defense is still considered the standard for... I mean, the Dolphins do it too. The uh, Mercury undefeated niggas, but that's what what I'm saying. It's harder in basketball or in football, excuse me, because one game you lose and you're out. So yeah, singles. I think single season greatness matters more in sports like football than it does in basketball and soccer. Because in basketball and soccer, you can sustain greatness longer because it's less smaller rosters, you know. Mm-hmm. But yeah, man, what's going on? I'm surprised on? you didn't have any hate for Dion. I mean, you know me, I don't really care, bro. <laughs> you, don't think that, you don't think that it's fluky because it's TCU? You don't think that he's going to lose the rest of the games? Like You don't got any yeah. Lamar Jackson hate on for him? Nah, I don't have any because I think uh, with like with Lamar Jackson's uh, flaws, his flaws was he struggled to throw. I think he'll be better this year now that he has more talent and he has offensive coordinator that's been working with him. 
but it did make me laugh when um I think he told him, yeah, man, you need to get that that uh joint off your wrist if you want to advance it. Lamar's like, oh, all right, we'll do it, but I might need it back soon, dog. I was like, hey, all right, but hey, with Dion, do your thing, man. I don't really be caring like that. You know me, bro. Football is cool, but it's not my passion, so I don't really have any crazy takes. It's not like it's rap or basketball or soccer. I just appreciate it for what it is. Right. Yeah, That's man. What's up. Shout out to Dion, man. Shout out to all those kids getting them NIL money. Mm-hmm. All right, man. Now I got to read this track list to you because this is the only album that I know about that's dropping on Friday, and it's the only album that I care about. Lancey Foe, Back to the Trap. There's rumors that this is the last project he's releasing as Lancey Foe, and he might be changing his name to Mob Boss. How do you feel about that? He's going to change his artist's name to Mob Boss. Mm-hmm. Hey, if he like it, I love it. <laughs> I think he might be doing that to get out of a contract. Hey, I like that even more because I always wonder why people don't do that. All right. So the intro, according to Apple Music, I pre I pre-ordered this or whatever, pre-saved. Yeah, because <clears throat> niggas don't buy albums no more. I pre-saved it. And I think when you pre-save it, you might agree to give the label access to everything you do. And I didn't realize that until I clicked yes already. So yeah, that's sick. So the intro is yes, you are. Second track, ADHD. Track three, mm-hmm, with Sexy Red. Have you ever played that at a party? No, because I think her part is better than his, and she has a second verse. Mm. I've seen ladies like that joint. I've heard it at a couple functions, but yeah, I hear you. She yeah. does kill the song, but he, his verse isn't bad. He does his thing. Yeah, it's just, you know, I just feel like he's an acquired taste. Coop, uh, Coop GTS is track four. Track five, World Boss Flow. I've been bumping a lot of vibes cartel this week. Uh, so uh, that song better be good, boy. Track six, Girls, Girls, Girls. Track seven, Go-Go Trap. I'm not expecting it to be DC Go-Go. I'm expecting it to be like a Go-Go Dancer mm-hmm. type swag. Uh, Do Your Pose, track eight. Track nine, Mob Boss. Track 10, Ronaldinho. Hey, this this better be groovy, boy. <laughs> if he he might he might be getting he might get one of those Brazil funk beats that's going crazy out here. Track eleven, touchdown. Whoa, American football, and track twelve, last breath. You're a Lancey fan. What are your thoughts on this track list and the project? Based uh... based on the song titles, what are you expecting? And the album title being called "Back to the Trap." I think he's gonna go. More like on his psych album stuff. You know that album? Where he had like Don't Talk or he was dissing like uh Oh yeah, I bought that. Yeah, I bought that tape. I feel like he's gonna go more on that type of shit. Okay. But um I'm pretty excited. I like Lancey Foe. He's he's a pretty cool artist. Um First Degree is the name of that project, by the way. Yeah, the song is called Psych. One of the songs is called Psych. Um, yeah, I mean, I'm excited to hear what it's going to be. It's, it's it's pretty refreshing, and, like, I get to hear, like, some cool shit, not just, like, you know, a down-south trap artist. 
So you prefer UK trap? Yeah, it's different. It's more creative. Mm -hmm. I hear you. I hear you. I tried to listen to Moneybag Yo's album, and you know, I wasn't really impressed by it, honestly. I see a big brother from Memphis. You need to bump that. Like Dolph's shit was better than his. Hey, man. Speaking you know of Dolph, did you watch his lady sing that song? I didn't. Nah. Yeah, I didn't want to see that. God bless her. I, I didn't like that people were bullying her. I I know she she wanted to express herself and expressing yourself and showing vulnerability on the internet is sick in itself, but God bless her and her family, man. That was a crazy though. Dear Mr. Shooter, I was like, hey man, once I saw that was the name of her song, I was like, nah, I can't hear that. It's too yeah. sad. I yeah. I don't want to laugh. Oh, laugh. Be honest, you. I'm sick in the head. Damn, you're a sicko, real sicko when they get to know you, nigga. Nah, that's Drake. I'm I'm not sick like him. I'm not hanging out with villains and putting out hits on people allegedly. I'm not that mm. sick. I'm a civilian. Mm. Oh, you're not buying somebody's chain, wearing it in a video, and then melting it? Nah, nah, nah. Do you like Jumbotron shit popping? Yeah, that song's fire, boy. It is, right? Oh I love that song. That song is great. If I tell his name, man, he gonna shout out the shout out the little Yachty. He is a good friend for Drake. See, this is what I was talking about when I was saying little baby. You know, he needs four two Doug. Rappers need friends. They need young niggas to keep them fresh. Miles Davis talked about always trying to be innovative and making current music to you know be with the young people. Because if you keep making the same shit over and over again. Nigga, that's the old shit. We want something new and different. So, yeah, Drake hanging out with Little Yachty, paying his nails, improving his melodies to get more trippy. Hey, it's good, man. Yeah, and he always kind of, you know, needed to um, absorb niggas a lot, too. Of course. That was his thing. He's he's Kirby. Absorb niggas. Yeah, he's Kirby. Suck it that's up. Funny. Suck up the sauce. Sauce. That's, that's funny, though. <laughs> Dang, speaking of Paul, shout out to Cameron and Mace. They got a new deal with uh, Underdog Fantasy for their show. And now wow. because it's football season, they have to talk about football. And I Mace like their first two guests for their show. They had Antonio Brown and OJ Simpson. Yeah, that's sick. <laughs> those are real sickos when you get Yeah, to those are CTE gods. I don't know if OJ got CTE. What? Hey, man, look at the helmets they were using back then. That boy has CTE. He got 2,000 yards. He was punishing yards. niggas. He got 2,000 yards in 14 games. But he was juking niggas and he was out of there. He wasn't getting hit like that. I've never seen OJ get smashed. Yeah, because I mean, it's called highlights. Man, I'm just saying, that nigga be out of He be yeah, out of Go watch OJ Simpson game. I've, I've watched out the NFL films. He's not Errol Campbell. Man, all right. He wasn't a bruiser. He was a <laughs> that nigga was out of there. He wasn't hey, man, Earl, let me look at how many times Earl Campbell uh led the NFL, not even in Russian and carries. How many times did niggas say just run, nigga? Just run. Earl nigga. Campbell only led the NFL in carries one time. OJ led the NFL in carries three times. That's what I'm saying. That nigga, he was CTE City. Okay, no, no, but you don't know anybody on the Buffalo Bills roster. And when he talks, he'd be like, Hello, hello to the world. Hey, how's it going? I'm just in my golf cart, just having a good day. Sounds you like, a like to me, you don't, 
You don't seem like you got CTE. He seems yeah, he has CTE. That's what I'm saying. Junior Seau was moving relaxed too. CTE doesn't make you sound like you have a mental illness. It's not. It, it blocks your brain up. Look at I don't know because Antonio Brown ain't like that. He's always angry and pissed off. Well, that's because he does drugs and allegedly other stuff. So. He be rapping and shit, but he be tripping. <laughs> OJ don't be tripping. <laughs> OJ be at peace, cooling, talking about his fantasy teams and shit. Hey, man, but he walks down on niggas that steal his merchandise. That's different. He's man. a good. So I'm saying he's a good. He has a he has a violent temper, man. Allegedly, allegedly. Hey man, three hundred thirty-two carries in fourteen games. They were killing this boy. <laughs> hey man, how many yards? You say he was James, getting? how many yards? You say he was getting? Huh? He let how the many... NFL in carries three times, and he let the NFL in rushing four times. Hmm. Yes, he has one MVP. He was all pro five. He got two thousand yards. Huh? He got two thousand yards, right? Yeah, in a 14-game season. That's how I know he has CTE. They were killing that boy. <laughs> Do you know how hard it is to get 2,000 yards in 14 games? Hey, that man, that's not CTE. That's, that's it is. Man. That's CTE City, man. CTE City. Hey, man. He said the Buffalo I... Bills have a lot of pressure to win the championship. Who is your favorite to win the Super Bowl, man? Um, The Ravens. I know you're a Ravens fan, so we'll let that propaganda stand. So who else are the favorites? The Chiefs. Uh, so Travis Kelsey being hurt and Chris Jones not playing doesn't put any fear in your heart? No, because Travis Kelsey is going to come back later. Um, Chris Jones will be back. And if it's not the Chiefs, I say the Eagles or the Bills. Okay. I, even the Jets might try to do some shit. I thought you didn't believe in Aaron Rodgers anymore. I believe in Sauce. Okay. You know How saying? about their head coach, Robert Salah, your brother in faith? Uh, he's a Muslim? Yeah. What do you think about him? Do you trust him? Um, I don't really know. Uh, he seems cool. I don't, I, can, I don't really know if he's, like, shaky or, like, uh, Mixy really, but he seems like a good players coach. You know what I'm saying? He seems like like he's with some goon shit, like kind of like how John and Jim Harbaugh are. Whoa. They on that goon shit. As coaches, they are. And you could tell he's a defensive coach. Yeah, he seems pretty cool though. Yeah, and he talks his shit like when Sean Payton was. That guy's been talking shit. He told Russell <laughs> Wilson, "Stop fucking kissing babies. You're not running for public office." And shout out to Russell Wilson and his beautiful wife, Sierra, having another baby on the way. She looks gorgeous, man. I love love, man. That's 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 lovely. Go ahead. Yeah, sh shout out Russell and Sierra. But um, yeah, why uh he tell Russell Wilson that? Because he's right, man. You trying to be Russell Wilson is a fake hell of a nigga, man. <laughs> One of those boys that does stuff for cameras. Hey, man, I went to the illustrious Norfolk State University. There's a building named after his grandpappy who used to be the president. That nigga never went to Norfolk State and showed love to the community. He's a cap, he's a cap activist, man. We know the truth. We're from Virginia, so I really know about the boy. So because he never came to HBCU, he's not a hell of a nigga no more. Mm -hmm. Hey man, Broncos country, let's ride. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Cause it's not I 
not just any HBCUs, this HBCU where your grandfather worked, your family is really from the 757, his daddy's from Chesapeake, because because his grandpa was working at Norfolk State. I've seen former Seahawk players pull up, not you though, boy. Shout out Cam Chancellor, you're a real street nigga, man. Because he's from the 752, you know, and his brother played at Norfolk State. Hmm. So we we know the truth. We really know about you. We know how to Percy Harvin shout out to you. You're a real street nigga. You from the seven five. We know about you, Russell. That's all I'm gonna say. Hey man, Russell's a hell of a nigga, man. Pause. Hey, he's a good man. He's a great role model. He got baby future throwing sidearms. Teaching yeah, he is a great how to he, play golf. And he does that. look like he's a fantastic husband and father, but I don't know if he's a real friend. <laughs> I think he's just a Mancurian candidate. Hey man, his wife's black. That's all that matters. Whoa, what? <laughs> he has black children. He doesn't have mixed children. That is true. That's nice. But hey, love is love, man. I ain't gonna judge nobody on who they choose to marry, okay? And who there's they nothing do. wrong with having a white wife. Yeah, there's nothing wrong. Just know your kids are biracial, though. That's all. He's biracial, girl. She's a biracial. All right. Before we get out of here, we gotta honor Christopher Dorsey, aka BG. Oh, he's yeah. home after being incarcerated for over a decade. He's one of the greatest rappers in Louisiana history. I think he's one of the greatest rappers in Southern history. He's very underrated. Um, if you look at his catalog and his cash money era, and even when he left, it's very good. He knows how to play on people's emotions, make them feel sorrow. Make them feel pain, but he's great at that trigger talking that murder play. I mean, Chopper City in the Ghetto is a classic album. Checkmate is fire. It's all on you, volume one, volume two, dope. Yeah, it's all on you. It's hard. I'm a big BG fan because, you know, growing up, I loved Cash Money. I wanted to be a Cash Money millionaire. Manny Fresh is one of my favorite producers ever. So it's cool to see BG home. Shout out to his son as well, who raps. You know, he was fooling with Jet Life. If I could get BG on some topside beats, ooh. but hey, man, you don't have to rap, man. Take it easy. But be, I, you saw? Did you see the video? Why did Birdman say you're ready to go to work, hey, man? Hey, man, you know Birdman's about that blood money, man. Hey, man, BG's been in jail for a decade, man. I don't think he wants to rap. I think he just wants to enjoy life and see what civilization is like now. Do you think uh, BG? Has a better career or um, is ranked higher than two chains? Good question. Two chains has more mainstream success as a hit maker and as a feature artist, but I like BG's discography more. Uh, but I think if you were trying to be objective, I guess. Two chains does have to rank higher because uh well <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean if I had to rank it, I guess I'll put BG higher because I'm biased. Mm. But two chains has a good case. He had a good run. He was one of the hottest rappers in a year, 2012. He had like one of the best verses in a year. So if you're going to put all those sliders, then now it is actually two chains. What's his best verse? Uh, Mercy? 
Yeah, people love that mercy verse. Yeah, he killed that verse. He really did. Yeah. So yeah, I guess if you have to save on actual rapping and and I'm saying just for like southern rap too. If we were talking about like southern rap, is BG higher than Two Chains? I, I don't know, man. I'm from Virginia, so you know that's the middle. That's the Middle East. So hey, I, I'm gonna just go with numbers. Two Chains. You know me. I'm the media. Two is BG chains. higher than Kodak Black? Uh. Yeah. Who do you think's the better rapper? BG. I think BG's a better rapper than Two Chains, also, because I'm not really into punchline rap that much. But I'm just trying to be objective. If you're talking about who had more success, who had a bigger fan base, it's Kodak. Hmm. The same thing as Two Chains. As big as BG was, it's like after he left Cash Money, he was more underground, so the attention wasn't around him as much. And that plays a part into how successful people are. The reason why Kodak will always be, you know, in the mix, not always, but, you know, for the time being, is because he's on a major label and the machine is going to press the button if the song's fired and streaming well. So BG, you know, he was in an era where you really had to buy CDs. So it's hard to compare their influence when streaming makes things go farther easier. That's true. That's true. For all the dogs coming out September 22nd. Allegedly. We don't know. Why are they acting like they know this time? I don't know. Shout out to Doja Cat. I think she's about to drop too, you know. So two superstar rappers are about to drop. I think her album is coming out. The 15th? Oh, yeah. She's been dropped from Hell of a Nigga Records, by the way. Oh. We don't support that demonic nonsense over here. So get that foolery out of here. But you you have Future. Future says when he puts out music, he increases the murder rate. All he talks about is negative stuff. That's evil, too. He has a song called Posted with Demons. Hey, he's being his his reality rap. Uh, I don't want to hear that. And she's being creative and artistic. She doesn't kill people. She doesn't praise evil behavior. Yes, she does. She supports all that demonic foolishness. Hey, man. She has three singles. So we don't rate that nonsense. She's dropped. The the intro to her album is called Paint the Town Red. You don't like that? She's dropped and we've already picked up Sexy Red. And then track two is Demons. And then... Yeah, we ain't got time for that. (laughs) Get that crap out of here. And then she has a song called Attention, track 14. She likes white supremacists and shit. Get the fuck out of here. Because she's biracial. She's the perfect example of why I say don't be calling everybody that's biracial black. They don't really like you just because they have black. And she has African in her. Yeah, she's what, half South Africans or something? So that's double that's double hating on black people. Whoa. But I mean, they said her dad was had Zulu heritage. Oh, her mom is Jewish, so yeah, so she got the whiteness that hates on the black people, and uh, you know, y'all Africans don't really like us that much either. Uh, I don't know. Do Zulus hate on y'all? I don't know. Zulus don't they didn't really pull up to America like that. <laughs> yeah, so I mean, what do you say, man? She lived in California. No, I wonder why they didn't pull up. Not man. really America. They have a different view. Why do you think Nigerians and Ghanaians and West Africans pulled up so heavy? 
Yo, y'all are everywhere. Why do you think y'all are everywhere compared to like because niggas Kenyans like us? They'll let us in. We we good niggas. We good Africans. They'll what let us in. Kenyans. What about Kenyans and shit? Zimbabwe and all that. They don't. They really be in Europe, them. man. Mm. Not everybody be pulling up to America because it's hard to come to America, man. If you know the immigration movements, it's hard. Mm. That's why y'all go to Canada first. People be going to Europe, then they try to make their way to America, or you know, it depends. Everybody has their own method, you hmm. know. So uh, I don't know. With uh, that young lady Doja Cat, God bless her and good luck. Yeah, God bless her, please. I know she's dating a white man that they say was moving shifty on social media. A second white supremacist, huh? That's like the second white supremacist allegations for. I don't think I don't think he's a white supremacist. I think he just treats women and people wrong. I don't think. Oh, not the white. Oh, the, so the white supremacist was the one before this one. I don't know if she dated a white supremacist. I don't know. She's a uh, but um. Oh yeah, Megan Cardi got something coming back for the. Yeah, TV. what is it called? Bongos. Yeah. And then, uh, then for some reason, Nicki Minaj put out the cover art to her album, even though it drops in November. <laughs> what then is she that put about? out a single of her singing. I don't think anyone cares about it though. I haven't heard any young lady talk about it. Uh oh. Have you heard any of your lady friends talk about it? You're in a group chat. You hang out with ladies. You nah. know, we're we're adult men. We know you can be friends with women. Like, and you're a DJ too. So it's gonna make sense that oh, one of the biggest artists put out a song. No one's talking about it in your DJ circles. Now they talk about Victoria Monet and uh, I'm trying to fuck. Point me to the sluts. Oh yeah, <laughs> that's what they talking about. Oh, so they're not talking about the new Nicki single. And they talking about hoorahs. We love them hoorahs. True, true. That song is disgusting. <laughs> she said, "My come clear, yo come green." That's nasty. This is just getting out of hand. Hey, man. Drink water, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, drink water. Ugh. <laughs> Got to clean my ears out after I hear that shit. Oh, man. Well, oh, by the way, I didn't know. Little Yachty had writing and production credits on Major Distribution, Circle Loco, Pussy and Millions, and Jumbo Shit Popping. So shout out to you, Little Yachty, for being Drake's new muse. You probably wrote the <laughs> yeah, he, I mean, I think that is actually him. Right, I think right. He actually, is doing the ad libs on that. So that song's fire. Uh, yeah, it is. It's a great song. I play that shit every weekend. Yeah, man. Shout out to Drake Playboy Cardi, man. You know, I like his fake Playboy Cardi stuff. Or me to the sluts. I'm trying to fuck. But um, Yachty has a podcast with his buddy Mitch, and he said that uh. Drake is going to be popping that shit. Let me find the exact quote. Uh, Here it is. And I quote, it sounds current, you know, it sounds very current. It's interesting. It's coming together a lot better than I thought when I had just talked with him a couple of days ago in Vancouver. And I was like, man, I was a little worried because I have a lot of the songs. I don't have them all. I have a lot of them though. And I was like, man, I don't know if it's just, how are you going to put this together? <laughs> because it's like, it's a lot of great songs, but they don't really, in my brain, I was like, they don't really sound together. And then we had a talk about it and he explained to me his thought process about it. 
And we drove somewhere. We drove to that video shoot, which was like an hour away, and we listened to it, and it makes sense now. End quote. Oh, Dane Drake said, hey, you want to be my friend or not? <laughs> Therefore, I like the album or else. And then he, he also says, and I quote, it has the most, I would like to say, the most performance album he'll have as far as like energy. I think some of the best Drake verses that I've ever heard are on this album. Some of the verses, I'm just like, bruh, what's wrong with you? You know what I'm saying? People are going to have a lot to say about some of the some of his topics on this album. And I don't think he does it on purpose. I think it's just him. He just has a real, I will say he deals with some controversial things, end quote. So, yeah, never mind. He Drake did officially say for all the dogs September 22nd. Okay. Dang, he got tired of people crying. <laughs> he said, who got white people crying? I said, he got tired of people crying. Whoa. That's crazy. Drake's probably confused. He's like, what the fuck? How am I still at the top? Ain't nobody even threatening me at all. <laughs> Nobody's... <laughs> I don't even know what to do anymore. I'm just, like, he probably wishes like, a little bit more competition. I wonder if him being the best has anything with like people everybody else kind of sucking i think uh nobody else can do what he does uh yeah i think he wants to battle kendrick because kendrick is the one that can make the claim and say i'm better than you in terms of making music Not anymore you know in terms of he can say i have more classic albums than you you know, I have a better discography from that standpoint. You used to be able to make singles, but I don't know anymore. Yeah, but hey, you didn't like that. Was, that was the that was the argument. He had classic albums and he could make singles, but I don't know where the singles been at. I mean, he put out one album last year, and you didn't like any of the songs. Did he have a single on that album? Yeah, the song with uh, you out of pocket. Uh. People yeah, nah. like that song, and they like the song with Kodak. Yeah, the song with Kodak was cool. Those songs did well, I think, on the charts, if you care about that. So, Hillbillies went away kind of quick. I like it still. Well, though. that's just the Lucy. Yeah, but I don't I mean, really look at it as, no, oh, that was a real joint. So, like, yeah, for, um, what's it called? Last year, he had N95, which was the number three song in America. Silent Hill with Kodak was the number seven song in America at its peak. Die Hard with Blast and Amanda Reifer was the number five song in America. So last year he had three top 10 singles. So, you know, he still can make a hit according to the algorithm. And then the Hillbillies peaked at number 93 on the charts this year. Damn. <laughs> yeah, because it was a Lucy. And then they put it out on streaming services all late, but I don't think I think people moved on. <laughs> and then he I don't had, think people ever moved on it ever. Yeah, true. That's a point too. Yeah, people. A lot of people didn't like that song because you know people didn't like if people didn't like the Drake album. You think they want to hear Kendrick and his cousin Baby Keem dance on a dance beat, rapping, having fun? So yeah. Mm-mm-mm. Whoa. <laughs> Do you know what formal means? <laughs> Dan, you don't like that? I do. <laughs> uh, it's on cranks. But... I'm hit her on the bunker bed because I want some head. 
Mm-hmm. Why do West Coast people talk proper like us Virginians? Bunker bad. Uh, I don't know. I have no idea. I think us Virginians talk proper because at least the Northerners, because it's like such a transplant area. That's what I. That's my um, guess. You gave me the finger. Yeah, I didn't know how people, to do that. We grew up with a lot of people from a lot of different places. Yeah, you know, I'm a first generation American, so it's not like I try to bite anybody's accent. This is just pure American living right here. But you grow around a lot of military kids whose parents are from a lot of places. I would have to say, well, going to elementary school, but, you know, after school, I was growing, I was kicking it with the immigrants. You know, I went to I went to a babysitter by a Ghanaian woman. And I after- feel like immigrant kids talk very proper because they learn English. Like, they be really learning English for real. Well, those are the niggas that come here, man. I don't know. If you hear my brother and I talk, he's relaxed. I'm just saying, like, I just feel like y'all be, like, learning it different from us. Like, y'all know, like, this is, like, not y'all, like, actual language. Well, the official language of Ghana is English, so. So Y'all be trying to make sure y'all, like, perfect it, I feel like. It's just a guess. All right. Before we get out of here, we got to talk about your big brother, Dr. Dre, man. Because his stepbrother, Warren G, said he produced, he co-produced on the crowd, but didn't get shit financially. (laughs) I feel bad for Warren G because he is literally the only reason why Dr. Dre is the God he is today. Because if it wasn't for his stepbrother, giving him Snoop Dogg, Nate Dogg and the Dog Pound, there's no chronic and there's no death row records. And if there's none of that, then Dr. Dre doesn't get beats or none of that stuff. And I'm sure it does hurt him that, hey, man. We build all this stuff, but Dr. Dre gets all the credit. Uh, we know the truth, man. Shout out to the G-Funk era, Warren G, classic album. But how do you feel about this? Sounds uh, familiar with the music industry. Yeah. Oh, yeah. How do you feel about Diddy giving all the people their little stuff back? <laughs> you mean they're publishing? He said little stuff. Them niggas needed that. Two it's, streaming it's streaming era, though. Yeah. So you think he did it because he can't make money off of it? Nah, he did it because people have been calling him a bad person for a long time. And he's finally saying, all right, let me help these niggas out. That's all. I don't think it... I mean, Mace has been... Mace last year was talking about Puffy being shifty. So that's what I'm saying. If Puffy didn't have that reputation, I don't think he would have done it. I forgot who's the rapper that's... Oh, yeah, it's V's. He said, I'm a piece of shit like Puffy. <laughs> Niggas know Puffy ain't shit, but hey, we look straight because he dances. Yeah, I respect him for that, though. Yeah, it's nice. It's a good gesture. Sure. Is it a little too late or is it ever too late? I mean, yeah, it is kind of too late because some of them niggas are dead in jail, bro. <laughs> if, if they had that shit 20 years ago, maybe Black Rob could have had better health care. Yeah. You know, niggas really needed that money. So, hey, to give it to them now, hey, I guess it's cool. Shout out to the people that's still alive that could do something with it. But Luna's in jail. That nigga needed that shit. Faith got it. G Depp's in jail, I think. Yeah, he is. That's what I'm saying. Craig Mack is dead. So, hey. Black Rob's dead. RIP. Biggie's dead. RIP. Yep. So, hey, man. It's hey, like you said, better late than never, but I'm sure some of those brothers wish they had that bread when they were still here. Damn, yeah. So <laughs> good luck. 
Guess no more samples for his son. Oh uh, no, nah. we well, we still got that. We still got percentage on all that. Nah. Oh. oh man, Pitchfork has an article called "The Evolution of the Hip Hop Hunk," <laughs> and on the picture, it's Method Man, LL Cool J, and Big Daddy Kane. Is this something you're interested in reading? No, nah, I'm good. Yeah, I don't know. I know you you're not really into reading, but I know I know you're really not gonna read about <laughs> them talk about the history of <laughs> I'm into reading. I'm just into reading things that are more, you know. Well, you don't want to read about promoting Nelly in them. And Nelly's, probably symbols. Be, Nelly's probably gonna be in there. Of course, he has to. Women love Nelly Knuckles. 50 Cent, Pauls. Mm-hmm. We're naming dudes that we think are hunks. Look at us. <laughs> <laughs> Tupac has to be there. <laughs> women love him. There's women that still have murals to him right now. They're like, oh man, I wish my nigga Tupac was alive. Ladies love me a long time like Tupac. So I heard a lot of people were jealous of Tupac taking their women. Now that that is a big I'm I'm sure that is. That's why Jay-Z even said that. Ladies love me long. He probably knew girls that love Tupac. Yeah, and you this know, this little short nigga taking all the hoes. Look at the I picture of Tupac with Sally Richardson and Shorty uh, Whitley Gilbert, man. That nigga Tupac was living good. Women love him. So, yeah, that does. That's why he said Puffy and Biggie, y'all ain't real players. Y'all had to get money to get women. <laughs> y'all not real players. Yes, you're true. He knew something. Somebody on Twitter just dissed Tupac today. They said, Oh, because we hyping him up. He was a bisexual teenager who turned into a maniac and shot two cops in a matter of six years. A bisexual teenager who did what? Hold on, it said, "Hey, man." It said, "Um, nigga, Tupac went from being a bisexual teenager to a cop killing maniac in six years. Y'all be eating his his cock, od." Whoa, I mean, that's a good evolution, I think. Bisexual teenager to a cop killing maniac. Sounds gangster. <laughs> They're talking about that video where he said people call women the B word. Oh people yeah, always, yeah, people always go to that video. Saying, yeah, but he made a song called "Wonder Why We Call You Bitch." I mean, hey, I think he also said you can't act like an angel when you're surrounded by devils. See, all back to that darkness. They say that he was effeminate in that video. He was. I mean, hey, he was raised by women. He didn't have a dad in his life. A lot of brothers that grew up in single parent households and were raised exclusively by women are more emotional and sensitive there's people that have theories that say the reason why black men are so sensitive and prone to violence is because we were raised by women i don't know and i don't know how you can prove that so it's a patriarchal uh, yeah like shout out to jim jones i think even jim jones the rapper has said that he's more emotional and sensitive because he was raised by his mom and you know you hear his weird stuff of what he was doing with his mom so i don't know what's going on man you gotta be careful before Jim Jones pull up on you. Shout out to Joseph Guillermo Jones. I don't want no problems, and I will sue you. Hit mm. me. Hit me. Dang, you'll sue. That's yeah. not the streets. That's not uh, what you're supposed to do. Let, build, let me build. Beat me up to build my empire like DJ Vlad did. Yeah, hit me. Think he broke his eye socket. Hey, God bless. He'll come back. We want to talk to you for a minute. What's up, Vlad? <laughs> Pitchfork also made a list of the funniest rappers of all time. I'll read this real quick before we get out of here. Two Chains. Yes, he is a funny nigga. Biz Marquis. Yeah, he is funny. Rest Red in man. Cameron. It's in alphabetical order if you don't understand it now. 
Cameron <laughs> is definitely funny as hell. Cardi B, I don't know. She's funny. Cupcake, I don't know. That's that point. Oh, I can call her a point rapper, but yeah, she is. The first line that it has in her article is, I thought I came, but I peed on the dick. So yeah, she's a sex rapper. Say it. Uh, next is Fabo. Or oh, my bad, I skipped Danny Brown. Yeah, Danny Brown's a tricky nigga. He's hilarious. Fabo's definitely hilarious. Yeah, he is. Barbara! Why did he know how to do that? He said, someone asked him recently who was Barbara, and he said, that's what I heard on the track, bro. Damn. He was on dope. Ghostface Killer is hilarious. Kevin Gates, I don't know if he's funny in his music, but he's funny in real life, so yeah, cool. Cool Keith, do you know about him? Yeah, his ultramatic... Ultra magnetic. Oh, he started body popping when he tried to say it's that old school shit. <laughs> Ultra magnetic. He was like a very based rapper. Yeah, he is very well said. He is very stream of consciousness heavy. Like before MF Doom, he was like the king of that. You don't Love even know what he's rapping about for real. He just be rapping, just be rapping. Yeah, yeah. But he makes concept albums where you do know what he's talking about. Like he tried to combine horrorcore and sci-fi because he had an album called Dr. Onagalicologist or whatever. And yeah, man, he spaced out. A uh, little B's on the list, of course. Little Wayne, yeah, he's hilarious. LL Cool J. Something like a phenomenon. Whoa. Like a phenomenon. <laughs> That's funny. Something like a phenomenon. You're calling yourself Big Ellie? That song was funny. Something like a phenomenon. Rub you down with warm iced tea. Oh yeah, that's and he was eating um apples, looking at the women. <laughs> it's pink cookies in a plastic bag getting crushed by buildings. A sick title. Yeah, I think he was talking about crack or something. Yeah, you, you know he was smoking. He sniffed cocaine at that time allegedly. So yeah, ludicrous. Yeah, he's funny. MF Doom. Hell yeah, he was hilarious. Rest in peace, Missy Elliott. Yeah, she's funny. Nicki Minaj, funny. huh? Funny. He is, yeah, you're right. I don't know why his name didn't. Yeah, you're right. We skipped him. Eminem is hilarious. I guess they don't like that dark humor. Nicki Minaj, yeah, he's funny. I mean, she's sorry. Whoops. Uh oh. The reason why I said he is because my big brother was next on the list. Chad Lamont Butler, Pimp C. He was definitely hilarious. He wasn't really funny in his music. Yeah, he wasn't. He was more sick in his music. He said, I'm so bad I could suck my own motherfucking dick once. According to, you know. <laughs> and he talked about people being funny with their Geneva watches and Ferrari kicks. And their Ferrari kicks. He he was funny, but he was just mean. He was more brash. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Whoa, and it's funny. In the last sentence, his brash honesty was all, I swear I didn't read it from there. Just, you know. Right Golf was funny to me. Yeah, Dolph, hell yeah. What? I'll call you back, bro. Oh, my God. He was making moves. <laughs> he was, was too hilarious. cool. Yeah, he, he was, was always better than you. Yeah, Red Man, hell yeah. He's hilarious. He's Eminem and Ludacris's dad. So if Ludacris is there, Eminem has to be there. But whatever. Real the young OG, of course. Well, you don't and have the Pac-Man to... dude's funny, too. Yeah, he is. He's hilarious. He should be here. RXK nephew, yeah, that nigga's hilarious. He's sick in the head. Shock G, hell yeah, rest in peace. Larry June is funny. 
Yeah, his ad libs. He has he has a lot of cool charisma and style. And he'd be like sitting back. Uh, it's a rainy day. I'm sipping tea and I'm reading. Like that's funny to me. Yeah, that's not funny though. I I like it more when he's like, "You're doing good, Larry. Go ahead, go on." Like I like. Yeah, of course, that's that's the obvious funny stuff. But he'd be rapping about like reading. Like that's funny to me. Whoa, sugar free. And he's, and he's been saying yitch a lot lately. See me with the yitch. <laughs> what is that? I don't know, man. Maybe it's it's lingo for the switch. You know, no, it sounds like he's talking about a woman. Oh, true, yeah. To me with the itch. It's the good kind. Oh, okay. The itch. Sugar free, of course. He's hilarious. Yeah, that nigga's wild doing math. I guess if you carry the one and take it over to those two, that'll be <laughs> Trina. Hmm. She's she's just kind of crazy. The young Trina. She was wild. Yeah, she said a nigga was fucking all off beat. Oh, man. Okay. While his children ain't home, I make him eat it while on my period. period. My period on, yeah. Yeah, nasty little... She doesn't say that line anymore, though. On her, her tiny oh, desk, she changed it up. She didn't say it, did. She changed up a lot of lyrics on her tiny desk. I went on a tiny desk rabbit hole after juveniles once. True Goy the Dove. Yeah, De La Soul. Uh, yeah, probably they put Bizarre's crazy ass on there. Yeah, I don't think they respect him, but yeah, that's weird. They didn't have an Eminem there or Tyler the Creator. I thought they would like his weird self. Vince Staples is the funniest rapper of all time, but it's not reflective in his music. So I don't think he's the funniest, but he is funny. He's hilarious. He is. He is. He's hilarious because he's sick, and it's funny how he shot how he highlighted on the Joe Budden podcast about Barack Obama. Mm-hmm. Reportedly being gay, and now his yep. and now one gay nigga is saying, "Yeah, I slept with that boy, and he was smoking crack on Tucker Carlson on Twitter." So, yep. yeah, sick, sick world. So, hey, it is what it is. Shout out to Barack Obama, the first biracial president of America. You don't want him, Jamal? Uh, yeah, I thought he was gonna say, "No, nah, he's black." I'm not into politics. Uh, whoa, nice answer. And there you <laughs> go, man. Chopper suit convos. So you already know, 2024 election, Jamal ain't going to be involved. Leave nah, us I vote for whoever my loved ones tell me to vote for, but I have no what? I have no care in it whatsoever. I'm not voting. I just do it so people will leave me alone. I mean, you know, just go get a sticker and tell them you voted, you know. There's some people out there, if you tell them you're not voting, they're going to be talking, they're going to be getting mad at you. Hey, let them get mad at me, man. I'll be all All right. right. You'll see soon enough. They don't pay my bills. They don't pay my taxes. They can look straight. Hey, man, I'm with you on that, but I just want people to leave me alone. (laughs) All right, Chopper Suit Convos. Don't leave our podcast alone. Continue to tune in. Enjoy yourself. Yeah, don't worry about the politics. You know, that's not what you're here for. (laughs) <laughs> we out something like a phenomenon something like a phenomenon